This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2475, In Defense of Downsizing, For Reasons a Smaller Home is the Right Size, by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you with permission from the authors. On Mondays, I usually cover minimalism. It's one of our most requested topics. So with that, let's get right to the Minimalist Monday post as we optimize your life. In Defense of Downsizing, For Reasons a Smaller Home is the Right Size, by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. I live in a 1,500-square-foot home with five people, me, my husband, and our three kids. Josh and I bought our cute 1930s Cape Cod as a starter home back in 2006, imagining that we'd upgrade sooner rather than later. Then 2007 hit, and the real estate market went kaboom and we decided to stay for a while. Then 2009 hit, and we had triplets, but they were very small, so our little house was really no problem. Then 2011 hit, and I went back to work full-time, and the most convenient childcare option for three toddlers was to hire a live-in au pair. Surprisingly, this was also the most affordable. That's about the time our house started to feel really, really small. But I soon realized something. The problem wasn't the size of our house. It was the quantity of our stuff. We started minimizing in 2012, slowly shedding our excess possessions and soon realized that a 1,500-square-foot home could easily accommodate two parents, an au pair, and three kids as long as we lived with just what we needed and loved. We no longer need live-in childcare, so our home is back to just the five of us. But we still aren't budging. And here are four reasons why. Reason number one, smaller homes are more affordable. I'm not just talking purchase price, although that is something to consider. My property taxes are lower, my utilities cost less because there is less space to light, heat, and air condition, and we don't need to purchase or replace furniture very often because we don't have that many spaces that need furniture. I get a bit giddy when I think of all the things I can do with the money I'm not spending on my home. Travel to cool places, learn new things, see the sunset over many different oceans. The possibilities are endless and exciting. Reason number two, smaller homes are easier to clean. Several years ago, I started a Saturday whole house cleaning routine. My children received this news with joy and rapture. Yeah, right. But nonetheless, I ordained Saturday as the high holy day of dusting and scrubbing and set the family to it. I wrote out a list of everything that needed done, assigned jobs, set a timer, 
and cranked some tunes. We've been doing this for years now, and amazingly, it has never taken us longer than an hour to clean the entire house. And I'm talking every toilet scrubbed, every floor vacuumed, swept, or mopped, and every surface dusted. I can only imagine how much longer this would take if we had a home two or three times our size. We'd probably hire a housekeeper, which would only provide further proof of reason number one. In case you're wondering, I have nothing against hiring a housekeeper. I believe you should do whatever makes your life easier. I just never have because seriously, it takes less than an hour to clean my house and it seems a bit ridiculous to hire someone for that small amount of time. Also, I would consider myself derelict in my parental duty if I sent my children out into the world without the knowledge of how to scrub their own sinks and toilets. I'm sure their future college roommates are thanking me right now. Reason number three, Smaller homes promote family togetherness. Now, depending on your family, you may not consider this a bonus, but I like my family and I like being close to them, and I'd miss my kids if they had a separate wing of the house to escape to. Yes, they have bedrooms where they can get some privacy, but typically, all the living in our home takes place in one main room, the shared living and dining space. It's the space you walk into as soon as you enter my home, and it's where 90% of the talking, listening, playing, squabbling, and laughing happens. In fact, right now, my boys are playing video games on the couch while I sit at the table and type. Later tonight, we're having some friends over and this table will be used for a big group meal and then turn into a board game station. I think we lose something when our homes are so big that family members can cross paths like ships in the night. A little elbow rubbing on the couch makes for good memories down the road and being able to keep a closer eye on our kids can prevent a whole host of problems during the teenage years, which with three 12-year-olds are coming for me sooner rather than later. Yes, there are times I long for a larger space, mostly when we have people over. But honestly, how often do we host large groups? Maybe once or twice per year. It'd be ridiculous for me to buy, clean, and maintain a large house just for those few times. And interestingly, I've noticed that when I'm invited to a large home for a party, everyone congregates in one space anyway, usually the kitchen. So I wonder, what's the point of all those extra rooms if they aren't even used during a party? And reason number four, downsizing is easier the sooner you start. I've helped my fair share of baby boomers with the downsizing process, and let me tell you, your 70-year-old self will thank you if you start this process now. Downsizing can be hard physical work, and the younger your muscles are, the easier it'll be. Downsizing is also emotional, and handling the feelings that come with downsizing is easier the sooner you start. I've talked to some seniors who view downsizing as the final act. This is most certainly not true, and I can only imagine how devastating it must feel to view it this way. Because the sooner you start downsizing, you realize a really important truth. Letting go of objects that don't serve you is just a normal part of the process of living. This is true no matter what age you are. It's true for five-year-olds letting go of toys from their toddlerhood, and it's true for 85-year-olds parting with hutches full of china. Letting go of our stuff is normal and healthy because it provides us the open space to be who we are now. Life is nothing more than constant growth and change. In order to grow and change to our full potential, we must let go of the things that no longer support who we are. 
You just listened to the post titled, In Defense of Downsizing, Four Reasons a Smaller Home is the Right Size by Rose Lounsbury of roselounsbury.com. Thank you to Rose. She makes a good point. 1,500 square feet is not that small when our possessions aren't out of control. Obviously, the more stuff we have, the more it suffocates the space. You can walk into a cluttered room and feel like there's barely any space at all. And then when moving out or doing a massive cleaning and or decluttering session, find out just how big that room really is. I know I've gone through that myself. And in my own life, I've experienced the same thing as Rose. The smaller the place, the easier it is to clean and declutter. And the less money that's spent on rent or a mortgage and repairs and maintenance. Now, all of this is said really in the hopes of not trying to convince you to move or shame you into downsizing, but possibly of saving more money in the future by getting behind those random wants that we have and questioning our assumptions. For me, hearing articles like this confirms how happy I am in my current space. And if I choose to move, I can make that decision from a more informed place, taking into account all of these factors, not just some random arbitrary guideline of what other people think. So something to think about, And by the way, if you like this article, Rose is commonly narrated over on Optimal Finance Daily talking about similar stuff. So you can check out that show for a lot more from her. But that should do it for today. Have a great rest of your day and start to your week and Labor Day if you're here in the US. And I'll be here curating articles for you again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.